listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. We start every show with the Vegas lead, the Las Vegas lead. And I think it's got to be COVID-19. Three players, staff, infected, you could say. Game's off the board. Off the board everywhere, Fez? Yes. Now, what was the line Tennessee-Pittsburgh before it went off the board? Pittsburgh was the favorite laying one and a half. And that was in Tennessee? Yes. Okay. Now, this game actually opened Tennessee the favorite, so one has to question, was there some news leaked? A lot of money on the Steelers flipping the favorite early yesterday. All right, so when the, when did the news officially come out? And if you do you have this minute by minute, the TikTok on this? No, just this morning. So, Mackenzie, do me a favor. Throw up pregame.com research, Mackenzie. Throw up the TikTok on this, right? So when the move happened, when the game go off the board, because this is a, 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 a telltale sign. I'll give you an example. A couple years ago in college, and what we're talking about here is when there is inside, true inside information, and it happens. So college football does not have as uniform of rules when it comes to injury reports. When the NFL, it's got to come out on certain days, and they've got a certain range of probable, questionable, doubtful. And each of those are supposed to represent a certain percentage chance. Okay. So a couple years ago, we saw the following. It was a Big 12 game. I can't remember the teams. Line was uh, seven. So home team was seven. And lo and behold, like on a Wednesday afternoon, the game, the dog gets bat. Six and a half, six, five, five, like boom, 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 boom. Settles in about four and a half. Three hours later, it's announced the favorite team, the favorite team, home team, quarterbacks out. Mm. Now think about that a second. Yeah, it's almost a zero percent chance that that wasn't some tomfoolery. Some shenanigans. And it happens all the time. I had a tweet last football season where there were, I think it was with Louisiana Tech maybe, but there was uh, some suspensions that were coming down, but they weren't officially announced. And lo and behold, you know, I tweeted it out and the line ended up moving after that. And then it was announced. It was kind of one of those, uh, the worst kept secrets. This could be funny if it weren't for millions of dollars at stake. And the lack of uniformity when it comes to this. And, and the, here's what's going to have to happen. Some guys are going to have to do maybe six months in jail. Because what happens on Wall Street when you're messing with uh, insider trading? You go to jail. Why? Because the, the theory is that the if some... 20-year-old sticks up a 7-Eleven, no one has any problems with him going to jail, right? And they shouldn't. He should go to jail. But how much did he, what was the economic impact of sticking up a 7-Eleven? Not much. Now, you could say anytime there's potential violence. Yeah, I agree. Agree. But now you have an insider trader on Wall Street costing millions of dollars to retirees, for his scam, you have a situation where, I don't know, a trainer in a college football team is affecting a million-dollar market with inside information on the quarterback. 
the impact is so much bigger than sticking up a 7-Eleven. But for some reason, we're comfortable with putting that kid in jail, but not so comfortable with putting that trainer in jail. I think they should actually bunk together in jail. It's a great point because really these sports betting markets are very much the same as the stock market, right, RJ? There's no differential between whether you're trading day trading on the stock market versus what we do with sports betting. It's essentially day trading. I mean, listen, there's money at stake, right? I mean, if you want to think it's day trading, I'm fine with that. But if there's big money at stake, that's lives. That's the thing we talked about during COVID. People didn't like it, some. And then after there was a lot of, yeah, you know, he had a point there. And... Oh, we got some numbers. I mean, you might want to make that a little bigger. Here it says, now, so Mackenzie graduated from Yale, and we have a screen up, and there's three, or there's two columns, right? There's nothing in the far left column, and then he has all this information in the right column. So he's using half the screen while the other half is empty. They didn't teach that class. <laughs> shouldn't be laughing, no. <laughs> Matt maybe should be laughing. Fez should be laughing. I'm trying to fight crying. He shouldn't be laughing. We're straight out of Vegas. Okay, so Saturday, the linebacker coach, Bowen, test positive. Does not travel with the team. All right, at that time, the look-ahead line was Steelers, a one-and-a-half-point underdog. So Tennessee at home, favored by one-and-a-half. Okay, the game's played. Tennessee wins 31-30 against Minnesota, does not cover that spread. We'll get back to that. History was made in that game, by the way, Steve. Mm. You don't even know. Okay. On Monday, all players and coaches tested. And on Monday, the line flipped from Pittsburgh plus one and a half to Pittsburgh favored by one. So they were one and a half point dog, one point favor. Mackenzie, grab me the times of that move, please. So on Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Pacific, so 10.30 Eastern, ESPN reports eight additional Titans test positive. Lines taken off the board at that point. Now, what does off the board mean? It means the bookies are saying, nah, no betting on this. There's too much uncertainty. Now, what they do sometimes is they call it circle a game. Fez, describe what it means if a game is circled. So the limits get drastically reduced where the books recognize they've got a lot of uncertainty about the game. They're still willing to take action, but oftentimes it's at a much lower limit than what they normally would take. So what's some things that would cause a game to be circled? Like a bunch of injuries? Usually one to the quarterback. That's quarterback, the and... Uh, I see total circle with a lot with weather concerns. Yeah, that's a great point. Possible blizzard, lake effect in Buffalo. Yes. As Steve Fezzik, I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. So here's the question. This is like a law and order type question. Is the line, is Pittsburgh plus one and a half at Tennessee? And then literally on Monday, the line flips from Pittsburgh plus one and a half to Pittsburgh favored by one. So small dog to a small favor. And the line move happened between, this is Pacific time, 7.40 in the morning and 10 a.m. So a fairly condensed period of time, couple, you know, two and a half hours, boom, 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 gets bet. Think about it. It goes from one and a half plus to plus one to pick them. 
to minus one. So through Pick'em, you skip the half points because there is no minus a half. Okay, now, was that a coincidence? Could be. But it's always interesting when these announcements happen, they tend to, I can't lie, they tend to be precursor. If you, let's just say this. If you look at an announcement and it comes out, big news, and it's information that adjusts lines, go take a look at the archive of the lines. A lot, a lot. It feels like that news was known by a few people. The market tends to get it right, it seems like, eight out of ten times at least, right, in terms of the market move before the official news comes out. Yeah, and and it's usually that the move is bigger. It's not only, I mean, because, I mean, let's be honest, the game doesn't flip favorites like that on Monday all the time, right? That's a fairly rare occurrence. Yes, very rare. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's talk about Monday Night Football. Because to give research some credit, they did some great analysis on this game. So, Fez, what was your main takeaway? Now, I guess I'll let you do this in in whatever order you want. How in the heck did you not have Kansas City on your seven uh, seven picks? Let's start there. If I looked at the underlying stats on the two teams... Small sample, two games. Baltimore was a juggernaut like they had been last year. Their yards per play was really good, plus 1.5. And Kansas City, they looked like an average team, actually a slightly below average team in the stats wait, going wait, into wait, wait, this wait, game. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. The stats, when Kansas City dominated Houston and they won on the road against a division rival, says, oh, this is a 7-9 and nine team. That's what the stats said to you. Well, they were, throw your stats out. <laughs> Their yards that, per play were point, negative. At that point, throw your stats out. It's it's like if it says, you know, like uh, Paul Giamonte is going to get more dates than Brad Pitt. Some algorithm. <laughs> Who is that? You Paul? just throw out the algorithm. <laughs> you don't wonder about it. you. Just it's like bad piece of fish. You just throw it out. Is that what it said? It said that so they had a negative. Yards per play differential combined after two games. Yes. So you know what you have to do. Stop using yards per play. But haven't I been telling you that for how long? You have. But you just keep, what, somewhat, what, one time ESPN Insider wrote an article that said that's what Sharps look at? It was just such a difference, RJ. It was hard to get past that. I mean, that's simple-minded. I mean, that's Barney at the—I mean— it's not Barney at the bar. It's Barney if he got laid off at his job and he decides to become a handicapper. <laughs> like, that's the way he, he'd be like, look at the yard. But it's like, they win. How many games has Kansas City won in a row now? A bunch. Like, I think it's 11. I think it's so. 11 and they covered them all, except for the Chargers. 10 yeah. and 1 against yeah, the spread. Yeah, 10 and 1 against the spread. 11 0 straight up. But my stats say below 500 uh, for two games. Let me give you another stat that might interest you a little bit. Mahomes, or let's go from Jackson's side. Lamar Jackson is what, 21 and 1 against everyone except, now this is regular season. Yes. Everyone except Kansas City. And now against, let me see, the same quarterback, Mahomes, the same coach, Andy Reid, 0 and 3. Yes. So in 22 games, they lost one on the left side. Right side, in three games, they lost three. 
And yesterday, 24 hours ago, it was in two games they lost two. So literally in two games, they lost more games than in 22 games. Mm, maybe, how'd your stats handle that one? Yeah, it's, they do, the stats don't handle the fact, and you nailed it, Baltimore is a bully. They absolutely yep. clobber mediocre teams and bad Har, teams. Harbaugh's in general. I mean, it's a great point. I mean, college he also. smells. I mean, the college Harbaugh, bully. When does Michigan win a big game? They win when they play the Mac. They'll, they'll win by 40, right? And those poor kids' concussions or whatever, he doesn't care. Yes. You know, listen, when you're a graduate of Ohio State and a Steelers fan, you don't like the hardballs. That's just the way it is. 12 straight wins, including, I don't know, the Super Bowl, the AFC Championship game, the division round. They're okay. Not Honestly, you looked at those numbers and said, net or... or this team's below 500. No, no, I just got me off. But do you realize something? That if you just dismiss the stat, but you don't really dismiss it, but you say, oh, it says that the stats say Kansas City's a 7 and 9 team. I'm going to assume they're 9 and 7 to kind of, you know, mediate that a little bit. That mean, No, no, no. If your thermometer is broken and it says 12 degrees in the middle of summer, you don't say, I bet it's 16. Well, I had. You know, I'm going to compensate for it and make it 16. I had Kansas City, my number two rated. But now you're changing the subject. You started with yards per play. Well, that's why I had Baltimore number one, because of that disparity. So I had the better team. I had the better team at home. But once again, my ratings. if if, If you're on the beach, literally you're sitting on the beach with your shirt off. And you have sweat glistening, all right? And you look at the thermometer and it says 12 degrees. What do you do? do throw you, the thermometer out. You throw the thermometer Especially out. Especially with on offense with Kansas City, Mahomes, all he has done is torch this Baltimore defense. This is the third straight game Mahomes has gone for over 370 yards against that vaunted Baltimore defense. A clear matchup edge. Who, Andy Reid. Vaunt, who vaunts the Baltimore defense? I certainly don't. Listen. If the if you here's the thing about Lamar Jackson, we can put this game to bed. Is if you're unfamiliar with him, first time playing him, big problem because he's just different. You can't simulate him in practice. The in division games, oh look, Cleveland did pretty well against him unexpectedly last year, right? at least in the one game. Mm-hmm. It happens because you get more familiar. It's like playing an option team in college football. Yeah, if you face the option. You defend once a year, you defend the option better that once a year. Okay. Now, there's some NFC teams that have never played him yet, you know, so he'll still get that. For, and then when they play him again four years later, they won't remember if he's mm-hmm. still around. So, I mean, we all talk about longevity with him. We don't know. But Andy Reid now two times has stopped him. I mean, it felt like it was pretty obvious. You know what else? We said this in the preview this is a playoff game. This will have what, what's the difference in a playoff game? Quality of opponent, right? Pressure, in, pressure, play. intensity, scrutiny. This was maybe the biggest game of the year. This is going to be bigger than a lot of first round playoff games, right? Oh, absolutely. And you, you know, huge repercussions in the playoff seedings. So if you have a team that's 0 2 against Kansas City and 0 2 in the playoffs, not playing Kansas City, those are the four games that's most like the playoffs. Now, listen. They went in and beat New England pretty bad. Let's give them credit. They won some decent games. But they are now literally in the last five games in which they've played a team that was, I th- oh, we made it where if the line was less than a touchdown. So Baltimore was not favored by a touchdown. In those games, 
Baltimore's been outscored. They have a negative point differential, and they did in the first four. So now, yeah, I did. So in the prior four games before Monday night, in which the spread was less than seven or playoff game, that's how we did it, or playoff game. So that's the big games, right? Sure. Baltimore had a negative point differential. Then they get crushed yesterday. Misleading final. They should have lost by 24. Got a kickoff return touchdown. Check this out. The yardage differential in the game was the biggest yardage differential of any game this season. So we've had 16 times three. And in all those games, this is the biggest difference. 289 more yards for Kansas City. Yards per play. Oh, look. The third biggest differential advantage Kansas City. So they're not a below 500 team anymore, friends. Passing yards. 315 more passing yards. 315. That's the most of any biggest disparity. And first downs, plus 13, third most. So literally yardage, yards per play, passing yards, first down, 2020 rank, 1-3-1-3. And that rank is ranking domination. And then you have Lamar Jackson talk about – Kryptonite? Did you see that quote? I did not. He said, yep, Kansas City is our kryptonite. That did not seem like the right thing to say. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. All right, Fez, Colin Cowherd comes out with his herd hierarchy. You know something? There's a line in The Devil's Advocate, Al Pacino, mid-90s, great movie. And he says... All of your guilt is like a bag of bricks. Set him down. Well, Colin sat down two ugly, heavy bricks. In his Colin right, Colin wrong this week, he said, Sam Darnold's no good. I mean, he turned on him like you turned on Freddie Van Vliet when he snubbed you. And... I mean, like, I had to feel so good all those years Colin was trying to act like Sam Darnold was good. Ooh, he set those bricks down. <laughs> and then, remember, he and I bet on air. I gave him two to one odds. He gave me an over-under of New England of four and a half wins. Five and a half. No, it's four and a half. Really? I appreciate you correcting me there, but no, it was four and a half. And lo and behold, he's already saying he thinks New England can win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Now, you'd think me just betting him would have been enough, but it took a couple more weeks. So you're going to tell us your biggest disagreement with Colin. What do you got? Colin has Tampa Bay overrated. Colin has the Bucks, the number two team in the NFL. Number two in the NFL. Whew. All right. I've got the Bucks number seven, and it's all about Tom Brady being overrated. I so entering the year, what did you have Tom Brady? 19th. Okay. 19th. And now what do you got? I am 20th. <laughs> okay. So that was the big drop. And you dropped that last week. So how did Tom Brady do in week three, you think? Yeah, met expectations. So they on they win huge on the road. Eh, that, is what you get. That Tampa Bay defense is nasty. The defense is playing very well. It was all about the D against Denver. So what does the um, QBR, what's the QBR? 26 Tom Brady is. Wow. And he's been inaccurate as well. well. But see, that's the thing. Inaccurate's built into the QBR. 
I know you found a new stat and you just want to shoehorn it in <laughs> like you used to with yards per attempt. But all right, we're going to start doing this now every Tuesday. Update of the presidential odds right now, and these are consensus: Joe Biden minus one twenty, Donald Trump plus a hundred. So literally, it's about as close to even money as you can get. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 